Hey, history fans, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. We hope it makes previous episodes for this date easier to find in the feed. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy B. Wilson, and it's November 17th. H.H. Holmes was arrested on this day in 1894. You probably have heard of H.H. Holmes. He was the one with the murder castle. Sometimes he's described as being the first serial killer in the United States, but really the same could be said of other killers as well. He was born Herman W. Mudgett in New Hampshire on May 16th of 1861. His parents were very strict and in many ways abusive, and his only childhood friend, a boy named Tom, died in a fall while they were playing in an abandoned house. At the time, this was determined to be an accident. But there are people who think this might have been his first victim. He got married in 1878, although he eventually left his wife but stayed legally married, and he started studying medicine at the University of Vermont when he was 19. He was not a great student in medical school, but he did start up some crime while he was there. He started using the school's cadavers to commit insurance fraud. He would take out insurance policies on them as though they were his family members and then stage fake accidents with their bodies to collect on it. It's not totally clear whether he graduated from medical school or not, but a child died after getting medicine from the drugstore where he worked. So he left and went to Chicago, and that is where he started going by the name H.H. Holmes. He took over a drugstore in Chicago that was owned by a Mrs. Holton. He bought it from her after her husband died, except he got the money to buy the drugstore by mortgaging what was in the drugstore before he actually owned it. He also stopped making payments on his purchase of the store, and Mrs. Holton sued him before mysteriously disappearing. He told other people that she moved, but couldn't give a forwarding address. He got married again in 1887, even though he was still married from before, and his new wife eventually left him to give birth to their daughter, staying with her parents after the baby was born. Then in 1888, Herman Mudgett, now known as H.H. Holmes, bought some land and started building his murder castle. He was making it to be a very good place to murder people. There were secret chutes that went into the basement, an airtight vault, windowless rooms with gas jets in them, with the controls to the gas jets being in his office. There were also hidden passages. And to cover up what he was doing, because this would probably seem really suspicious if you were the lead contractor on this project, He worked with a whole rotating series of carpenters and contractors, and he fired them one after the other so that no one person had a total sense of what this whole structure was going to be like. He finished the murder castle in May of 1890, and at that point, people were starting to get excited for the 1893 Chicago World's Fair. So, in anticipation of that, he re-outfitted his murder castle to be a hotel while continuing to also run the drugstore. The hotel opened long before the World's Fair arrived, and many of his employees, a lot of them young women, started mysteriously disappearing. There was also a series of women that he courted, and in some cases became engaged to, who also disappeared. 
So did a woman named Julia Connor, who was the estranged wife of a man that Holmes agreed to sell the drugstore to, and when she disappeared, she was pregnant. Then, during the actual World's Fair, he started selectively allowing women to stay in the hotel. When a man came to rent a room, he would say they were all booked up, but when a woman came, there was a room available for her. By this point, though, he had started to get the attention of the authorities. Some of this was because creditors had brought up the fact that he had not paid them their money back. Also, the families of these missing women had said, hey, they were working for this guy named H.H. Holmes. He set fire to the building, hoping to collect insurance, but failed. He fled Chicago. He spent some time in jail for fraud. And while he was in jail, he confessed some of his fraud to another prisoner. After his release, that prisoner alerted Fidelity Mutual Life Insurance Company about Holmes's crimes because Holmes was supposed to pay him $500 and did not do it. So when Holmes was finally arrested on November 17th of 1894, it was for insurance fraud, not murder. He was finally connected to some of these murders, though, after he was arrested. He was put on trial. He was hanged on May 7th of 1896. There are, though, folks who insisted that he faked his own death and that someone else was buried in his grave. DNA tests have since concluded, though, that those remains really did belong to him. We do not know his total death count, in part because the murder castle was destroyed in a mysterious fire on August 19th, 1885. You can learn more about all this on the January 23rd and 25th, 2012 episodes of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on the show. And you can subscribe to This Day in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a landmark in the world of film. 